Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Zahir. And I'm Wani. And you're listening to Relationsure. One, being sure of the relationship you're in. And two, like, sure, let's have an open conversation about it. So before we start, I should address the elephant in the room. The elephant being the... Our long hiatus. Yeah, our big so, gap. <laughs> so I did this with my other show as well, Online Advice. So when I have a long hiatus or long break between episodes... I consider that a season break. So <laughs> when, oh. I re- when I recorded for online advice recently, so yeah, yeah, that's season two. So let's consider this season two okay. of relationship. But it's show. also a good excuse to start fresh. How about? Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. So let's continue. Would you like to introduce today's topic? Exactly. Okay. So I think it's very fitting, especially uh, pertaining to us. I'm not sure how relevant it is to like every couple out there right now but uh, today's topic we're going to talk about body positivity and how not how not only it affects us individually but the relationship as well all right so i think we should start by telling the listeners like our physical state before the pandemic or at least before we met even a built different (laughs) (laughs) i mean i would say i i placed quite a good amount of emphasis on like being fit and active and that could come in many ways like for example it's one of the reasons why i dragged you into the spartan race when we first met yeah i was into that and then i i joined it i was part of a gym at that time as well and i was pretty pretty fit i mean average for the average person you know i wouldn't call myself a like a like a casual athlete almost (laughs) like not not a professional athlete but pretty active yeah i mean i i enjoyed the the activity of staying fit, like the whole, mm. you know, the whole process of it. Yeah, that was me before I met you. Right. And you said you were working out like five, six times a week? I was working five times a week when I was freelancing. So that was before my full-time job. Wow. Yeah. So that went on. That was for like almost two years. So I was really fit. Like, yeah, I would say that was also my leanest and fittest in all my life, I guess. And I would say before I met you and before the pandemic, because we were all working in the office still. Mm-hmm. So I cycled to work and I cycled a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I was in when, when I was working in the bank, I had access to a gym. So my ideal day was I cycled to work. Mm-hmm. I woke out during lunch or even before work. And then I cycled back home. So that's like a full... That's it's a full day like, of working out. Like <laughs> a full day of working out almost with some sitting down in between. Yeah. So then we met each other and of course like you know how when two people meet or two strangers in general meet and they try and fit their lifestyles to meld into one cohesive lifestyle. Like sometimes some things have to be compromised unless both of you are on the exact same page. And that it did happen for a while. Mm-hmm. Like that's why you actually joined the gym, right? Because fitness first was like in your in your building at that time. Yes, so it made and, and sense. you are a member of Fitness First already. Yeah. So we could we met up in town because there was another yeah. outlet in town and we worked out there. Yeah, oh, I went to your office. Yeah. And we worked out together. So it, it made sense for a while. Like I think it's also part of the honeymoon phase where you're trying to like, let's do things both of us like and we kind of introduce the other person to it. So I guess that was maybe the first year <laughs> or so. <laughs> so we, we still enjoyed, you know, the perks of uh, having a fit physique, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then obviously, the the year after that, immediately was the pandemic. 
No, no it was two years together, third year together we we, mm. we were in a pandemic. So okay, so then I think the second year, we kind of slowed things down a little bit because like I think we were fully into like our jobs. I mean, it's, I I can only speak for myself. You mean during the pandemic? No, like twenty nineteen. I think the the gym part was like more maintenance than trying to like have goals mm-hmm. per se. And then, yeah, so then when 2020 came around, obviously that came to an abrupt halt and we were extremely sedentary. At that time, we were both staying in a condo. Yeah. And then when lockdown happened, like even the facilities were closed. Mm-hmm. So the pool was closed, the gym was closed, even something that was like within reach. And like, we just had to go downstairs. Mm. Yeah, we couldn't even do that. And yeah, I think it, yeah, it took a huge toll on our bodies. Yeah, in in a way that like from com- like exercising at least or like even going on the weekends to do something active, we did nothing, and mm. then you do that for an extended period of time, and that laziness really sets in, and then obviously we started like gaining weight. We get it. We got a lot more complacent. Uh, admittedly quite lazy, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that has spiraled into like now. At my worst, I was drinking almost every day. Like, I was a functioning alcoholic, basically. Were you like, drinking every day? Oh my god. Almost every I, day, I, yeah. I didn't even take note of that. I mean, I wasn't drinking heavily. Yeah. But like, I had You were like rest. microdosing. Yeah, I was microdosing, basically. So I can still function at work. But yeah, I was drinking. The, the pandemic brought out like these really bad habits that no one would consciously kind of choose for themselves. So during that time when we were at our lowest in terms of fitness or taking care of our own health, how do you think it affected you? Or were you even aware that mentally it shifted like some perspectives for you? Personally, I-, I knew the pandemic has affected my mental health in some shape or form. It's either it stagnated like my mindset in like, sure, I still had some fitness but of course it's really just lying to myself Mm. because we were really inactive for a very long time and we never actively weighed ourselves or measured ourselves yeah we just had this hope that we stayed the same even though nothing was the same yeah relationship wise i mentioned this to you before is that when when a person is unhappy with their own body, it kind of affects the relationship in a way that you think that's how your partner sees you. Okay. So it's kind of a self-loathing complex, which I went through for a while. Do you think that happened like only much later? Like late 2020? Yeah, I think it only happened late 2020. Because when the pandemic started, we were busy just trying to adjust to the new normal. Yeah. So we weren't really looking inwards yet only in the late 2020 then we started to self-reflect and realize that oh our bodies have gone (laughs) have gone off yeah i think you is yeah i i get what you mean with the self-loathing because that was i think also around the time when you noticed that i just started doing home workouts because i was you know you look at yourself every day in the mirror and you don't realize it until one day you look at yourself in the mirror proper and you're like wow i Mm. have really let myself go and i think that was what spurred me to like, you know what, I, what, what excuse do I have to not work out at home? Because I was so reliant on the gym before. I was so reliant on like us doing weekend activities outside before. Yeah, especially with Google Photos because they have that feature just to remind you like, hey, like this is 
this is you last year. And yeah. you will see like photos of us. I was like, wow, like we really changed so much. Yeah. And it was like, I kind of had like a mini wake up call, I guess. Like shit. I didn't realize even in less than a year, right? Like our bodies have changed so much. And I think that was really what made me see myself like, damn. When you start comparing yourself to like five years ago and you kind of like, I want to go back to that. But I think that was a little bit also of where the fault lay. You want something that's really not rationally attainable anymore. Also because you are handling yourself in a time that's like unlike any other. Like a pandemic and you are stuck mm. at home and you don't have resources. Not as much as you used to. So these ideals and goals are something that you like, yeah, I can do that. I mean, I did it before and stuff. Right. But you realize it's harder because the motivation is not the same. It's you are working with so many things against you. And exactly. I think that was why it was harder for me to overcome it. But that world doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And also battling with the hell, the whole like um, you are confined within a space. Technically, it's by law that you can't do certain things because of restrictions and stuff. Your comfort level is so defined for you. Mm. You have to, yeah, you have to, like you said, you have to really adapt. I, I just want to reflect back to where we were living in the condo because we were renting a room and mm. we had housemates. Yeah. So even in our living space, we weren't really alone. We, were, we, we didn't have a private space per se because mm. we had two strangers living with us. I, I mean, granted that they were really nice, but it's just different living with strangers. Yeah. And it's still and, an apartment. It's not like a huge house yeah. where I can go to the, the balcony on the left wing and do my workouts. It's... Like, I had to do it, like, right in our... I mean, granted, we, like I said, we had the master bedroom, which was really nice. But, like, it's still not big enough for me to have a workout area that's separate from the bed. And, you know, it's it's a whole thing. Yeah, basically, our bedroom was just the bed. And there's yeah. not much space to walk to the bathroom. And so a typical day was, okay, the workout is done on the balcony, at mm. least. Um, someone would be working on the kitchen table. Mm. Someone would be working on the couch. Mm. One guy would be just in his room all day. Like yeah. we rarely see him. But also, like we had to at some point, uh, buy a makeshift, like cardboard table. <laughs> oh yeah, cardboard table. That that was good. It, it served this purpose for a while. Yeah, which I worked from. Which could either go outside or in the in our bedroom because like I had a lot of meetings and stuff, so I didn't like we couldn't have meetings in the same room basically, obviously. Yeah, and yeah. during that time, it was the same time where I started streaming. Uh, just a lot of I guess new was, new habits. Yeah, there there was a lot of moving parts for sure. Yeah, and but we but we made it work. <laughs> yeah. It was a nice place. It's just I, I think we would I can I can imagine living that in that space and really making full use of it like pre pandemic. Yeah. If the pandemic was oh my god, I think we would absolutely enjoy the space because mm -hmm. we would use it also as a space to just be at home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we wouldn't use it as an office, we'd use it as a workout space, a rest space. Yeah. I I do miss the pool access though. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> uh. Yeah. But also apart from that, like our shift in how we view ourselves uh, or our bodies during that time, it also did start 
leaking i guess into our relationship mm-hmm. and how we interact with each other like romantically or like physically mm-hmm. yeah i think that also we enjoyed it was like the first two years i felt were like a nice honeymoon <laughs> mm-hmm. like a nice little honeymoon period where we do all these amazing really fun things we traveled and then the pandemic hit and it's like we're literally around each other 24 <laughs> 7 yeah and also even now like both of us work from home so yeah. we are together 24 7 yeah 24 7 and it's not even the fact that we are together 24 7 that changes the dynamics of our relationship it's not that it's also it, it really is the whole like how we look at ourselves so because we've put on this whole bunch of weight mm-hmm. pandemic weight yes yeah um i don't know personally i can only speak on on my behalf is that I don't feel as confident like say in the bedroom or I don't feel good about myself to be physically intimate with you mm-hmm. or like I don't feel good enough to be even like naked. Like we can still see each other new like for sh- like to get changed, to get showered, like stuff that are like everyday habits. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to intimacy, that's a whole different like kind of closeness, I would say. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel the same about my own body. Like what I said earlier, like if I'm not happy with the way I look, mm. it, it affects you in a way that I think that's how you view me. And the feeling of I, well, I, my body's not good enough. Mm-hmm. And we've definitely expressed that before. Yeah. I mean, but of course, it's easier to say, but difficult to overcome. Mm. But do you think it's better now? Like a little, just a tiny bit? I think it's better now because I think we're taking manageable steps in terms of how we view our bodies. Mm-hmm. Like recently you hired a personal trainer. Mm, it's not recent. Actually, it's been a year. Okay, so it's been a year. <laughs> <laughs> About that's, a year. That's how long we've been on a break on this podcast. Has it been really the podcast a year? Uh, I don't want to say. Well, okay, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> long enough, yeah. Yeah. So how has it been with the personal trainer? I find that at first it was like, I guess... Like most people, you get into this idea that hiring a personal trainer is to help you with your goals because they have that knowledge. But the more I work out with him, and uh, I don't think he'll listen to this, but <laughs> <laughs> I because I have done this whole weight loss thing on my own before, like many years ago. This was like, I want to say seven-ish years ago. Mm-hmm. I lost 14 kilos on my own without the gym. This was home-based workout only. And so I know I'm fully capable and I know what I'm doing. And I know I've, I've been there, done that. But it's a whole different thing now, today. Like the lack of motivation is a lot, lot less. Mm. And I think, I don't know if age also comes with it. So the inertia of getting the ball rolling is also much bigger. And for some reason, cannot find that same level of accountability that I had like those many years ago. Back then, I really was quite driven. I could motivate myself. I I had a full-time job at that time and I would be so committed to my goal that even after coming back from like my events at night at 11, right? I would still work out at midnight. That's wow. how dedicated I was and I didn't care that I would only be in bed at like 1.30 and I still showed up for work the next day and 
and that was like when we still had to go to the office. So that means mm-hmm. I'm still waking up at like 7 a.m., you know? So that was how really committed I was to my cause. But ask me to do that now. I'm like, I'm not about to do that. <laughs> I don't know. Like also maybe my priorities have changed. So for me, the realization of me hiring a trainer a few months down the road is that I needed someone to be accountable on my behalf. And okay. that's why I try a trainer. It's not so much that, because I don't know how to lose the weight myself. To be honest, I do. <laughs> I've done it before, like I said. But I feel like paying someone to train me so that I know that I have an appointment with someone and I have paid them and this mm. is a service that I'm paying for, like, I better show up. Like, I better do the work because it's not cheap, you know? And I feel like that has helped in some ways because now slowly like, I'm adding more active days like we're going for walks mm-hmm. and stuff which at the beginning of my training I only stuck to those two days of training two days per week of training that I paid for and I never did anything else and I was wondering why the the weight isn't shifting mm-hmm. in fact I gained more weight than when I started with that was how unaccountable I was this whole time because I was so dependent on my trainer being the answer to my weight issues that I didn't do anything outside those trainings. So that is completely my fault. I just paid someone, I showed up twice a week and that's it. And I thought that was sufficient. But of course, obviously it's not. Mm. So this year, like I'm trying to do a little bit more on my own. So like, you know, just recently, uh, as you know, I mean, you guys don't know, but I've been doing more home workouts, even if it's like half an hour, but it still adds into my whole um, caloric usage for the week. You know, not that it matters, but like it's still something. So like the more I do it, I'm hoping to kind of gain back the habit of like moving a bit every day to the point that if I don't do it, then I feel odd. Mm-hmm. Like I want to reach that level of like, oh, I have to work out today because I feel really restless. Yeah, so so just riding on habits. Before the pandemic, like I was active, like I was cycling, I went to the gym. Then when the pandemic happened, both of those things stopped. The cycling stopped, the gym stopped. Yeah, I did try to do the whole home workout thing. Mm. And I realized that I was, again, trying to do those things with the same gusto that I had before. Mm. So worked out hard. I did running, I did the home workouts, I did skip rope. And those things never didn't really last. I remember, you know, like <laughs> being so motivational, doing Insta stories and, you know, yeah, I'm doing this and all that. But it didn't really last that long. So I realized that. And the second half of last year, or at least the end of last year, I started just walking. That helped me with consistency because it was just like a low commitment exercise that I could just... Well, I say low commitment, but it's something that I can just commit to yep. every day because it wasn't like running and then I'll feel so tired and, you know, I don't feel good thinking about the next run yep. the next day. But now it's like, well, yeah, I, I can just walk almost every day. For example, this morning, I just <laughs> woke up one this morning and just went out for a walk. While I was still sleeping here. Yeah. Exactly. So... We're lucky to live in Jalan Kayu. So Seleta is just like across the bridge. 
and and it's a nice place to walk so Mm -hmm. my walks usually consist of like six kilometers at least at the very least five six kilometers if i really want to push myself then it can go up to like 10 11 but yeah it i got there from just consistently walking Mm -hmm. surprisingly and once i started cycling again i felt a lot better because i've been training my legs from (laughs) from the walking so it kind of benefited another aspect of what i used to do before which was great yeah yeah, so I'm not working out as hard as you, like going to a trainer, lifting weights and all that, yet, mm. at least. I just want to get the habit of just moving. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong, like, I really do love the training because, like I say, if I don't have him pushing me, I know I won't be doing it. So I'm also very grateful that he is sometimes pushing me, even though it's very painful and I sometimes really hate him for it. But like, like I say, I wouldn't be doing that myself mm-hmm. because like, who, who would be willing? I mean, unless you're an athlete, I guess, or have a mindset of an athlete. So I think with all these like small changes with our own uh, health uh, journey, I don't know how long yet it will take for us to see these positive changes spill into like the, the personal or like interpersonal part of the relationship though yeah i don't have an answer to that either you know when we'll feel the changes and how will that affect each other Mm. in the relationship but has it really been an issue for you though the lack of intimacy because i know i've said it to you quite a few times and like it really does weigh on my mind because like i don't want it to I mean, I don't think anyone would want it to like drag out for so long that it becomes the norm for mm-hmm. us. It has affected me. It has affected me because, you know, I, I know like what I'm doing with my life and my body also affects you mm. in our relationship. So no, I wouldn't say it's a double-edged sword, but it's like a double whammy. Like I'm not taking care of myself. Therefore, mm. our relationship in a way is affected negatively i have to take care of myself in order to improve our intimacy so yeah you feel the same way yeah because i think i haven't done extensive reading on this aspect of like lack of intimacy for couples during a pandemic for example it's a very specific and it's a very new thing uh, it's a very specific problem and i don't know how much um or how often and how common Mm. this is a problem but I know I've I've read some like light reading on like how being together all the time twenty four seven can sometimes have that effect because it, it you get into this routine of comfort you're just comfortable around each other right and you are always the fact that you always see each other right so you kind of you, you, mentally you kind of almost fall into this comfort zone of like yeah he's there and she's here like we're fine. We should be good, you know. You yeah. don't. You don't. There is no compelling reason for you to like. Oh, we have to be intimate all the time now. We have to maintain our romance because, like, I know the person's the other person's always there. Like we're we're, we're neglecting the the intimacy as a part of a relationship maintenance yeah aspect of it. So we just exist in each other's space. Yeah, which is, I mean, after an extended period of time, it's it's. It's a little sad, I mean, to, to be frank. Like, when you just see each other every day, but 
there is really no intimacy between two people. Even though they sleep in the same bed, they stay in the same house, they have the meals together. And they are technically, yeah, they are a, a f- full, full-blooded couple, but like there is no, there's nothing there that, other than like familiarity and not sharing the same roof. Mm-hmm. Well, here's hoping that we improve in that area. In 2022? In 2022, yeah, definitely. Yes, I hope so. So yeah, I think what we I would like to also say is that in spite of everything, is that we are actively trying to find solutions to our current problem. So we're not like just, you know, sitting back and hopefully like something miraculously will come to front to to, to fruition and we're like, oh, there's been that's the solution that's the answer all this time. Mm-hmm. Um but also if you're a couple um experiencing similar or the same uh, issues that we've been like, you're definitely not alone. I think this pandemic has really changed our lives completely. Uh, from, like, daily habits to the way that you work with people. Like, if you're, you know, working uh, via, like, video calls and Zoom and stuff. Uh, and also the way that you interact maybe with your family members because you're under the same roof 24-7. Um, and you're only meeting a few people at a time because of social group restrictions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it's so normal. It's it's just something that you. I think we have to accept. And I think looking back and saying like, oh, I wish it was like that for the, like like we were the last five or seven years. I think it's slightly re- unrealistic for you to wish for something that is no longer a time that is gonna come back at least for the next several years. You know, I have no idea how the world will look like post-pandemic. But yeah, at least for the next several years, we will kind of have to live with this situation, I think. Will there even be a post-pandemic? I don't know. They say that moving forward in the future, they will have to treat it like the flu. I mean, COVID like the flu. But I don't know how long we will take to get there. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's normal and like it's tough and... Yeah, we're also trying to find our way around it. I wish we had like a book to read or a video to watch to learn from these things. But since this is new, we kind of have to go through it together and learn from it together. Yep. All right. So that's it. We will catch you in the next one. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Zahir. And I'm Wani. And hopefully it doesn't take another year for the next episode. (laughs) Because I really, I think I really want to go back into revitalizing this podcast. Yeah, yeah, of course. Now that we have like kind of a re- refreshed perspective coming out of a two-year pandemic so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, definitely. And you will hear it here on Relationship. Bye. Bye.